0: This time on episode 397 of Legends of S.H.I.E.L.D., we're going to be discussing some Marvel news of the week, including an update of the Marvel Cinematic Universe premieres and release dates, some filming progress of Ant-Man and the Wasp: Quantumania and the Secret Invasion series, and a few more specifics in the Disney Plus Hawkeye series. I'm SP from Better Podcasting, a show dedicated to help make your podcast better and it is part of the Guinea Geek Network, just like the show you're checking out now. Shows on the network are individually owned and opinions expressed may not reflect others. Find other insightful and wonderful geeky shows at guineageeknetwork.com.
1: You have been granted clearance by director Alfonso Mac McKenzie. Stand by for a S.H.I.E.L.D. debriefing. All information to be discussed here is classified and may only be discussed among agents granted clearance by the S.H.I.E.L.D. director.
0: Now it's time for your scheduled debriefing. I'm producer of the show, Director S.P.
2: And I'm consultant Jason.
0: Welcome to Legends of S.H.I.E.L.D. We're a Marvel Comic Universe fan show. The show is recorded on Thursday, October 28th, 2021. Live from the Legends of S.H.I.E.L.D. studios and broadcast dare we say Halloween wide via www.geeks.live. Come and join our live chat as we record Jason. Thank you very much for joining us tonight.
2: Hey, not a problem. It's been a while. So, uh, you eased up on the gambling thing for a little bit and got back into it, lost a bet. And here I am.
0: I know it was a drunken stupor after my daughter got married last weekend. <laughs> But thank you very much for coming on board. We have some news to discuss, and I'm looking forward to it. It's been two weeks of news. I spent a couple of days researching it, and I got like three news stories. So we're going to (laughs) cover all three of them. Disney is, or Marvel is definitely pumping the brakes a little bit in advance of their Disney Plus Day on November 12th. And then they have a rash of about a month of stuff, and then... We'll see what they do in the new year. Now, the first news story that we're going to discuss is actually the shifting of some premiere dates and what's going on. So I think this is all because of pandemic related delays. I'm just guessing maybe some delays that they want studios or theaters to be a little bit more open so they get more people in the theaters. I don't know, but there has been some delays. So the first thing that happened here is Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, which was previously scheduled for March 25th, 2022, has now moved a few months down the road to May 6th, 2022. So that is, I believe, the next Marvel Cinematic Universe film after Eternals, which will be one week basically from today. So, Jason, what do you think about that, the moving the... Doctor Strange back to May, meaning there's going to be about six months of a gap here in the MCU.
2: Yeah, I'm not sure what the actual onus is for shifting all the schedules like this, because they're basically just shifting it down the calendar by one. So they have these release dates and they're, they've are they kind of nixed the whole March 2022 release date and then just shifted everything down. I'm not sure if it's pandemic related or if they're hoping that more people are getting into theaters by summer blockbuster season 2022, or if there was some sort of production delay on one of these movies and they're just trying to fill the gaps to make up for that production delay, or they don't want the movies competing with stuff that they're going to release in spring of 2022 on Disney+. It could be any of those. So I'll be curious to see where we go or what information we get in the next couple months that kind of explains this whole shifting situation.
0: I think a lot is going to be announced on November 12th, which is Disney Plus Day, and we'll definitely cover those announcements here on Legends of S.H.I.E.L.D. eventually within a week, week and a half or something like that. We also have to cover Shang-Chi, as Jason, you and I were talking right before we went on air. But aside from that, you know, I'm looking down the list and you got Spider-Man No Way Home, which is technically a Sony title, although Marvel Studios has been taking over the promotion of it. That's scheduled to go out December 17th, 2021. So maybe they're saying, okay, there's. A movie in there. And then Ms. Marvel was supposed to premiere in late 2021, although I think that's technically been shifted to 2022 at the earliest right now. Moon Knight is supposed to be late 2022, She-Hulk 2022. So we'll see where those series end up on. Now, you were mentioning that everything's been shifted to the right one. Thor Love of Thunder, who previously had the May 6th 2022 slot is now moving into the Black Panther slot on July 8th, 2022. Black Panther Wakanda Forever, it is shifting from July 8th, 2022 into what was the Marvel's slot on November 11th, 2022, and the Marvel's has been moved from November 11th, 2022 to February 17th, 2023, which was previously Ant-Man and the Wasp: Quantumania. And that has moved from February 17th to 2023 to July 28th, 2023. Now, along with this announcement, which was covered on Deadline.com, it had previously scheduled untitled films set for November 10th, 2023, and that has moved to November 3rd, 2023. And there was a October 6th, 2021 previously scheduled film that... Is now removed completely, as well as one for July 28, 2023. Now, I was looking at my list, which I have cultivated over the past year. I didn't have either of those two, the October 6, 2021, or the July 28, 2023, untitled films. So I'm not even sure what those are. And this announcement came after October 6, 2021, anyway. So not sure what those films were. They weren't on any list. So maybe this was pre pandemic and they, finally figured out that they needed to announce that they weren't happening. I don't know. Did you have any insight into those two untitled projects?
2: No. And I'm not even sure what those would be because they haven't really even hinted as to... I mean, so I think the untitled film that's been moved from November 10th to November 3rd is probably Fantastic Four. If I had to put money on it, that would be what I put my money on. But the other two, I don't even remember... Hinting or or seeing a film that would fit either of those slots in any graphics that they've announced. Yeah, I don't know what phase four films those could possibly be.
0: I think you're right on the money for the Fantastic Four because the next film that I had on the list, which I haven't changed a date for, was Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. That was scheduled for May 5th, 2023. Previously, we haven't had any sort of movement on there. And then there was Fantastic Four, which was announced at that one conference that Feige announced phase four, but there was no date for it. It was just four right. on the screen, right? right? So yeah, you're probably right about that.
2: Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna lay oz that that's the Phantom movie that they haven't announced yet. And I think they're anticipating getting that out earlier rather than later. They probably want to get that out twenty I, I think Fantastic Four is going to lead up into something that they're going to do in, in in the next phase. Probably Fantastic Four is going to end phase four, if, if my guess is correct.
0: That'd be a good team-up movie to have there. Now, previously, I had wanted to take an episode of Legends of S.H.I.E.L.D. to cover the schedule from here on out. I'm not going to do that because I have a hunch that everything's going to be changed with Disney Plus Day, so I'm just going to leave that for maybe after our coverage here of Hawkeye. and. I will state that Legends of S.H.I.E.L.D. is not going to mandate any of their hosts going into any of our hosts going into the movie theater. So we will not be covering Eternals until it comes out on Disney Plus, which I'm hoping will be in the new year sometime. But judging by how long it took Shang-Chi, it could be 90 days. So we could be looking at a Valentine's Day era movie coverage here on Legends of S.H.I.E.L.D. Okay, let's move on into some of the filming here. Evangeline Lilly gave an interview to Hollywood Reporter, and one of the questions asked was, do you still have a ways to go on Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania? She replied, we're just a little over halfway through. And then she went into the fact that she finally feels, after three films, that she can finally get a good handle on her character. And... You know, for Marvel, I would say that would be about right, because you got the introduction, you then have some sort of team up that you go into, and then you have your character movie, kind of like Pepper Potts with the Iron Man series. So I can see that. Yeah, but they're over halfway through, which means they are indeed filming it.
2: Yeah, and it's not like they gave her a ton of material in the first film. They gave her a little more material to work with in the second film whenever they're looking for her mom. But yeah, in the first film she was a supporting actress. I mean, she was supporting Paul Rudd's character and she just didn't have she had enough screen time, but there wasn't a lot of character development with her character in the first film. So, I can certainly understand her not being able to get a good grasp of her character just out of that first film. The the second film she probably was able to get a little bit more insight into the character and then I guess in the third film they probably have a lot more growth in the character. It probably focuses maybe on her character a little bit more than just Paul Rudd's character alone. And
0: that's a great thing about the Marvel cinematic universe is because it's been so pervasive over 20 films so far. Plus all these new Disney plus series is that you actually get a chance to develop your characters over time. Like the uh, Star Trek movies that I grew up on the original series, Star Trek movies. The first one was crap. And the second one was con, but we had 80 episodes of character development, but the movies really brought those characters out. Right. And I think I liked on Discover Country, I liked the Wrath of Khan, but I liked on Discover Country. And I think part of why I liked it is because you had so much character development over the course of those six films that you finally got there. And I could name other franchises as well, Harry Potter, you know, whatever you want to talk about. You get character development, and I think the Marvel Cinematic Universe is very unique because it's not set on a specific one storyline, although, I mean, I guess you could say the whole Endgame or Infinity Stones was a long storyline, but you had segregated parts to get there, and now you even have Rhodey having his own series with the Armor Wars, and you finally get into the Rhodey character who was in the very first movie. Right. So, yeah, I kind of like the MCU that way.
2: I think they do very well on developing their characters and and meshing their storylines. They've got this overarching storyline that they usually put in through each phase and then even larger storyline for multiple phases. But I mean, all of all of the characters tend to add something to that story. There's there's typically not a an ancillary character that doesn't really add anything to the story.
0: Yeah. Now, talking about other things that are currently filming. Nick Fury himself, yes, Samuel L. Jackson, on his Instagram announced that they are finally filming Secret Invasion, or that they were just starting to film Secret Invasion, and it was picked up and acknowledged by everybody that, hey, they're going here. So I'm looking forward to this series. It's going to be revealing, and it might, I guess, rebirth the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Mantra with like the agents of sword, perhaps. I think we're going to have some ancillary characters there. I think you have to with Captain Marvel and that part of the universe. And it would, in my opinion, be remiss by Marvel not to bring out that part of their universe now that they're at this point. So I'm looking forward to this.
2: Well, I did read something saying that one of the characters that was involved in the uh, in the scroll plot line on. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is not coming back. Uh, Quake, is that the character's name?
0: Oh, yeah, the character's, uh, Chloe Bennett is the actor's name. I met her a a long time ago at C2E2 in Chicago. But, yeah, they're not bringing her back. So that gets into the discussion, which we covered on this show a few episodes ago, about making the television shows canon. And then bringing that into the MCU. And to be honest with you, just my personal opinion on it, I know I might be stepping on a lot of toes out there. And I, I don't mean to be doing that. I mean, you do you if you like that sort of stuff. But I just don't see Kevin Feige bringing anything forward. If he does, I think he will earn a great deal of respect in the broader fan base. But I just don't see Chloe Bennett coming back as Quake, even though I love the character, I love the actor and I think she could do great in a movie. I think what we're going to see is a continuation of what we saw in the Captain Marvel movie. I think we're going to see a continuation of what we saw in the Falcon into the Winter Soldier series. I think we're just going to see some scroll activity because of that.
2: Yeah, and honestly, this kind of slipped under under my re- radar. I didn't realize that they were doing the Secret Secret Invasion as a series on Disney Plus. Somehow, I just totally missed that. I knew that they were going to do a Secret Invasion plot line. For some reason, I had it in my head that that was going to be kind of this Phase Four plot line that they were going to explore throughout the movies. I didn't. I had no idea that they were going to be doing an actual Disney Plus miniseries over Secret Invasion. So I'm curious to see if they're just going to contain that to just the miniseries or if it's going to spread out throughout the uh, rest of the MCU too.
0: I think they're making some audibles on the fly here. I think they're, you know, pandemic aside, or maybe because of the pandemic, they've been forced to rely on their series on Disney And they've seen how fantastic these very short series are, you know, four to six episode series are where they can bring MCU characters and they can treat it as like one or two movies that are, Filmed continuously, but broken up into those 45 minute to one hour episodes, and you get a lot, you get more for your money basically, because you have people glued to their TV sets and continuously consuming your content both in Marvel and the other Disney Plus or Disney offerings on Disney Plus. And I just think it's a win-win, and they're seeing it if if they continue to bring a higher quality of standard of show and Whatever you want to say about the four series that have been out so far, there are, have mostly been a higher quality than you get on just regular broadcast TV. There is something yeah. that you can sit down and you can actually pay for it and feel good for paying for it. So I think they've got a winner there, and I think that they're going to shove more continuous content on Disney Plus because they can benefit from it.
2: Yeah, I would agree with that, and I think you've I think you've probably nailed the nail on the head there
0: all right so the last thing that we want to discuss about today are not one but two because it's been so long two trailers for hawkeye the next disney plus series that are coming out on november 24th the one came out like hours after we stopped recording the last time i was like ah if they could have only <laughs> <laughs> pushed it up a couple of hours we would have covered it and the reason why this one was so important is they finally announced how many episodes that there were going to be And how many that they were going to come out with that first week. So it's going to be a six-part holiday event that they said. What I did when we were talking about this before a couple of weeks ago is I went into the calendar and I was counting out six weeks. I was like, man, that's smack dab in the middle between the Christmas holiday and New Year's holiday. And I I realize not everybody celebrates Christmas, but that's generally a time period where a lot of people are off and they're not home and whatever. So that's kind of a bad time. To actually have a finale episode so they're going to take the first two episodes that first week which is the week of thanksgiving here in the united states and i think the finale is going to be a two-parter as well so they'll get it in before those holiday time frames but in any event it's going to be six total parts and it is going to start on november 24th with two episodes now personally, I didn't see too much new news aside from that in either of the trailer. It looked like a lot of rehashed film to me. I just didn't get anything about it, except for I'm still excited to see it. So what about you, Jason?
2: Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm really looking forward to it. So I love the holiday season. This is a holiday miniseries. So this is going to be my new lethal weapon. Other people say that Die Hard is a is a Christmas movie. No, Lethal Weapon is my action Christmas movie. So but this is going to be my new Lethal Weapon, so I'm really looking forward to it. You're right. They didn't show a whole lot of new stuff in these two trailers. We got a lot of the same scenes that we did in the in the first trailer that we saw, although the second trailer did focus more on, on Haley Steinfeld's character a little bit more. So we, we, we got to see a little bit of Hawkeye in the first one, a little bit of Echo in the second one. So that was that was interesting. <laughs> it's really going to be a fun kind of buddy cop holiday movie for me so.
0: Yeah, I'm looking forward to just having some fun with it and that's the main standpoint I've had with everything now after end game it's like this is bonus content we're in the extra rounds overtime and as long as they're pumping out stuff that's fun to watch, I am looking forward to watching it. And these two trailers have not changed my mind. One of them had different music to it and the music was very appropriate with like gunshots and cars running over crap and everything. It yeah. was just synchronized up to that yep. really well. And it was all Christmas music. This is going to be, I agree. This is going to be maybe not replace for me. I think it'll be a great trio of Die Hard, lethal weapon and Hawkeye. Just watch it all together. One day the way I used to marathon like Rudolph and
2: uh, frosty and yeah. frosty.
0: Yeah. But Santa Claus, Santa Claus yeah. is coming to town. Those stop animation ones. So yeah. This will be fun for me in my old age to uh, go ahead and do that. So that's all the news we have that we're going to cover. We realize that Spider-Man is on its way. We realize there's a lot of Spider-Man news out there. I just didn't see anything worth talking about necessarily in this. And yeah, so we're leaving that alone. And I, I just for our audio listener, I have to mention, Jason, the beard is not back, but it's coming back, isn't it?
2: It is coming back, and it's it's glorious. We missed the beard. It's been almost two years since we've seen the beard. I was getting worried that you had done something to the beard and buried it in a shallow grave. But it's it's good to see the beard coming back, so I'm excited.
0: Yeah, so my family, after the wedding, were sitting around after a couple of days. They're like, hey, Dad. <laughs> is that beard coming back? And I said, oh, yeah. I said, well, why didn't you have it on before? And I said, because you guys made me promise in January that I would not have a beard on during the wedding. And they're like, oh, yeah, we did. <laughs> like, yeah, beard's coming back now. A lot grayer than it used to be, but it's still coming back.
2: The beard's the beard. Respect the beard. <laughs> Respect the beard.
0: <laughs> All right. So with that, we hope everybody has had a safe and fun Halloween weekend. Trick or treat. Be safe out there. Uh, scare a couple of kids and then apologize and compliment everybody on their costumes, especially if they're Marvel superhero related. So with that, Jason, thank you very much for joining Legends of S.H.I.E.L.D. tonight and talking about those fun news stories.
2: Anytime. Happy to be here.
0: And if people want to find you and your great content otherwise and elsewhere, where would they go?
2: They would go to creativebraincandy.com or smokinganddrinkinginspace.com. Either one will get them to uh, my show, Smoking and Drinking in Space, or any of the other shows that we have on the Creative Brain Candy Co-op
0: and if you go over there in the next is this week or next week you might hear a familiar voice from this podcast
2: Ah, uh, yes i think it's going to be this week
0: okay well i look forward to hearing myself on your show which i didn't have to edit yay <laughs> <laughs> so until next time i'm director of the podcast SB. i'm
2: consultant jason
0: we'll see everybody next time bye
2: bye
1: thank you for listening If you want to leave us feedback, go to gunnageek.com and you will find all our contact information and other shows. You can also visit legendsofshield.com where you'll find our complete archive of podcasts. The music heard on this podcast is by Kevin MacLeod found at incompetech.com and also artists on pond5.com and audiojungle.net. The opinions heard on this podcast are those of the individual hosts and do not represent Stargate Pioneer Productions, Legends of S.H.I.E.L.D. or Gunna Geek. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is the property of the Disney Corporation, Marvel Studios, and ABC. No infringement is intended.
0: Howdy. Can you hear me now? Test, test, testing. One, two, three. Nope, I cannot hear you. Nope.
2: Helps if I unmute myself. It does. Yeah.
0: I've uh, gone a whole, I don't know, five, ten minutes at one point without turning my uh, preamp on. Like it should be working. Oh, and I really just don't want to tell Steven what I did. (laughs) (laughs) How you doing? Good, and you? I'm doing great. Got the kid wedded and off to the same place she's always been and back to work. Cool. Grown the beard. I mean, lots of good stuff going on. Very cool. I haven't seen Dune yet because, well, it got married last weekend. So I'm looking forward to doing that tomorrow night.
2: Yeah, don't wait too long or <laughs> it's yeah, not gonna it, It'll happen. go. Yeah. Yeah. Like,
0: The Suicide Squad. I went to go watch it. I'm like, it's not here. Bummer.
2: So, is Dune worth it? Dune is worth it. It's really, really good. I I was not expecting. So, it's it's not all of Dune. They split it up into parts. In fact, they just recently greenlit the second part. I saw that. Um, I I had no idea it was going to be a two parter until the title card flashed up and it said Part One. I was like, Part One. Are they doing like a Justice League where they're doing different chapters in this movie? And But no, it ends halfway through the damn book.
0: (laughs) Okay. I'll set myself up for that.
2: Yeah. But it's really good. It's really well done. They managed to do a lot of the political intrigue that I think turned off people in both the miniseries and the first movie really well to where it meshed more with the story and didn't cause your brain to bleed trying to think about it so it's it's game of thrones in space
0: i was going to say it's a different time you've had game of thrones you have had the expanse and now you have foundation i think the no pun intended i think you have the foundation now for the audience to expect a different level although even if you go back to the original dune which i have not i don't know if you have or or not but i don't i remember not understanding everything that was going on with the political intrigue so
2: Yeah, we actually reviewed Dune last year. Yeah. May of 2020.
0: I must have listened to your show on that and it went in one year out
2: the other because it's like, what?
0: So you guys felt the same way or?
2: Yeah. Yeah. So um, the first Dune, I mean, I liked the first Dune. It definitely has its problems. And it's a Lynch movie. So it's a little out there, but that wasn't the problem the main problem with the first Dune movie was the studio got in the way of David Lynch making the film that would have been a good Dune film. So they made him cut a bunch of stuff. They made him change a bunch of stuff. And it just wasn't those changes weren't for the better. I think since Dennis Villeneuve, I never can remember if it's Villanueva or Villeneuve, but uh, Dennis Villeneuve, he basically had carte blanche. He, they it was it was hands off, it was his vision, and I think he did a, a really good job adapting the book to the screen. So good.
0: I look forward to to watching that. I was gonna reread the foundation books, but I remembered that they weren't entirely all that great anyway. So I'm actually looking forward to Apple lifting that one up.
2: I've seen the previous for foundation. I don't know about anything about it. So,
0: well, if you haven't read the books, you just don't know the plot. So it's going to take some work getting through. I think the first three episodes before you start getting a feel for what's actually going on, or you can read some synopsis on Wikipedia about what happens in the books and then translate that to the actual episode that you're seeing. Cause the first episode, you're like, what is going on here? If you don't know anything, right. (laughs) You're like, what I don't understand—it's way worse than the Expanse. But once you're into it, it's like, wow, this is this is truly universal in uh, the Expanse that it, of everything that's covered. Wow, I'm just bad at finding different words today, reusing the same words over and over.
2: It's one of those days, man. My brain is so much mush at this point. I I'm lucky if I remember my name from day to day.
0: Well, you're doing what you love, so that's always good.
2: That's true. I am enjoying what I'm doing, so.
0: All right. Legends of S.H.I.E.L.D. is copyright 2013 through 2021.